when I trust myself, I trust my life more. I trust the timing of my life, the divine intervention that is constantly happening in my life. And therefore the universe responds, you know, whatever you believe in God, universe, spirit, whatever you believe in will respond, will respond to you deeply trusting yourself. And it's really beautiful. Like there's this crazy collaboration that's going to happen and it's going to feel effortless by the way. You're listening to the Almost 30 podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hello, our people. Greetings. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you today? Hope you're well. Dude, yesterday I could not get a deep breath. Oh, yeah. Do you ever have those days? And I'm like, oh, there's something going on. <laughs> I have them a lot. I have to train my belly to to release. The entire day, I was like, Ugh! yeah, like I knew I needed to do it, but I was like, oh, what's happening? It was after our Aaron Rose session. There was oh, like yeah. a lot of like release. I was like, it was an gr- amazing session, but I didn't feel like, oh, that was yeah. emotional. Yes. But it was, it was well, bizarre. because I used to do that in the car a lot. Now I don't really have a car, <sighs> yeah. so I can't really like let it rip. Totally. <laughs> Well, not like, Justin will not allow oh, the letter rip. Justin does not let it rip. Justin buries, <laughs> buries every feeling and emotion. I've been loving, and I know you have one, the the little tramp, the trampoline for like, some release. Yep. It's been so fun. I did a post on my Instagram about like some health, some healthy home tools that you can have during this time. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing that I have is the trampoline. You got it. It's for me. I got the one from Amazon. I think you did as well. Mm-hmm. $50. Mine was a little bit more. <laughs> did you get the $200 one? Yeah. Idiot. Just kidding. <laughs> it's good though. It's solid. Solid. It's solid. <laughs> yeah. So Justin and I jump on the tramp, you know, every day. Yeah. I love, I, I love it. And I've been putting on music and like doing routines yes. to it, obviously, and just staring at myself Brings in the mirror. Brings out the kid in you. It's so fun. I actually have to look in the mirror because I have to kind of spot. I'm one that like I will bounce off or like Mm. not, you know, I can get a little, a little wild, but it's fun. It feels like when I was a little kid and I would just like be a little wacky and wild. So fun. We used to have a tramp when I was little. I did not have a big one. My dad would never, never let it happen. But yeah, that's been really, really good. Speaking of my, my parents, I'm sure a lot of you out there have been like either FaceTiming or Zooming with the fam. I've heard mixed reviews from everyone. Nope. They're like, it is too nope. much. I actually can't talk to them <laughs> for another week. Haven't <laughs> talked to them anymore than, than before. <laughs> it's, but it's interesting. I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder if this will 
keep nope. happening on the other side of it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes, but I think no. <laughs> it's been cute though. We do like little game nights like every That's few so weeks. Cute. Yeah. We'll do we did categories on Saturday. And my parents did like the Zoom background. I hopped on and my dad was like in San Francisco. And my like it was I was like, what I was actually on happening? a coaching call for this coaching program that I'm in and there was one person that had like a background and he was kind of was the beach moving? It was because like I a, thought it was real for one of them. It was like something. It was kind of the, yeah, and he was kind of the biggest douche in the group. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, all right, background. Oh god, yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, I think it's going to change how we interact for sure. But I, I will be curious if like people continue to do to do that um, in following. But I think that's so beautiful. Yeah, because I haven't really done that with my family in yeah. a long in a long time. But I think it'll like after this period will want to be with people. So I think that'll increase. I would never have like dinner parties or anything like that. And I so want to have yeah. a dinner party right oh, now. That's my, my whole dream in life is to have dinner parties. Right. I'm not cooking <laughs> at all, but just to have people like come sit outside on my outdoor, beautiful, huge, <laughs> gorgeous, <laughs> nice patio. Yeah. And have the staff come and serve. Just <laughs> no, but just like to have people come in your home. Mm-hmm. Goals. Yeah. Don't yeah. get to leave. Like that is the best. But yeah, I mean, you could definitely have dinner parties here. I know. Well, I want us to have like yeah. something on the other side of this yes. when we can see more people. Because I've just been loving like cooking and I'm like, this is a sin that I have no one to mm-hmm. eat it with me. Yeah. How are you feeling about being in an LDR? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm actually really good. I LDR, not LDS, not Latter Day Saints. Yeah, no Latter Day Saints. At least this week, maybe next week. I've been religion I, I, hopping. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Some of the sweetest people I know are LDS. Truly, yeah. It's been it's been really good. And we were talking to our friend uh, Ryan the other day about asking the right questions, just to go deeper in like your relationships. And he's so good at that it's hilarious how I was like not good at that at the beginning uh, even though I do that for a living and um, that's been like our foundation where every every night every day we're just asking questions we haven't asked each other before and it's it's either been like fun and funny or it's been like cracked us open and we're able to have really deep meaningful conversations Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's really good. We're actually doing a friend of ours, Aaron Claire, her boyfriend is doing this town hall called Love Touchpoint and he's joining. Sean is? <laughs> yeah, he's going to join. It's hilarious. But we're going to talk about like kind of that idea of being in a long distance relationship during this time for like five minutes. So, but who knows? I don't know how he's going to only make it five minutes because the child loves to talk. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be great though. Yeah. Overall, I'm feeling really good. Are you nervous about next time you're going to see him? No. It's like, it's going to happen. I'm almost, I think I'm more nervous. I guess I'm like, I've had more anxiety outside of the relationship around like travel, like for the first time, I guess. And I'm not really an anxious person about that stuff. I always kind of feel a little invincible. And I say that cringing a little bit because I know this is not the time to feel that way. But um, it's your entitlement. Yeah, it's my entitlement. It's your fucking <laughs> entitlement. But I was thinking, I was like, oh gosh, like 
traveling to New York does not sound good to me right now, you know, or in any anywhere in the future, like <laughs> for a little bit. So I'm sure he'll come out here first, I think, but eventually it'll happen. We're just kind of like taking it day by day, which is hard at times. Like he's a big future tripper, which is fun to talk about. But also I'm like, we can't, we don't know. We really don't know what's going to happen. So I think just being as present as possible has been really good for us. And I've gotten a lot of messages from you all like that you are in a long distance relationship. And especially during this time, it's just really interesting. But overall, I've heard just like really positive things. You know, I think it's an opportunity to go deeper in other ways rather than just like having the physicality there to lean on. So I'm feeling good. He's feeling good. Some days he doesn't feel good, but I try to stay even, you know, not even. It's just like I, I have the tendency to attach to, oh God, okay. Like you're feeling what? Did I do something? Instead of just being like, okay, this is how you're feeling today. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I trained you well. You trained me well. <laughs> Ride the wave, baby. Yeah, it's been good. Looking forward to this episode. So talking about learning to trust yourself. Yeah. Love that. Tell me more. Tell me more. It's been... I didn't realize I didn't trust myself for a very long time (laughs) and that it was like the root of a lot of pain and just unhealthy relationships. So it's been so important for me over the last, even just like two or three years, especially since starting this to trust myself. And I've just noticed changes in my relationships because I've trusted myself. I've notice changes in the relationship with myself. Um, I've noticed like this new freedom I feel in creating, in owning what I'm doing and just living my life how I want to live it. I think so many of us have a moment at some point where we have to like kind of break up with this like either feeling our parents had about how our life was going to go. And I've had that recently. And I'm just like, oh, like I actually trust myself to like live my life how I want and in ways that make me really happy and joy. I just talk about, um, I briefly talk about, you know, my experience with not trusting myself into trusting myself and how I've been able to do that. So like really tactical practices and then more esoteric, but it's been very powerful and also it's like in progress. So I'm definitely not trusting myself all the time, but I have an awareness now that kind of feels like a superpower. I'm like, okay, that's a moment where I really didn't trust myself. Where, where's that coming from? And I'm able to kind of pull that thread and get to the root of it. And yeah, I just think it's relatable. Like we all have moments where we're like, I don't, I've never trusted myself over this thing. And so if you can make it a practice to become aware and to pull the thread, I think it could be really powerful. I think too, people can, you know, kind of get into it just by sitting here and like being quiet for a minute and asking themselves, do I trust myself? Mm -hmm. And you know, your spirit or body will tell you. And it's like, even asking your body, like, do I trust you? Like, do I trust myself to do the right thing? Do mm-hmm. I trust myself to live the life that I want? Do I trust myself to like be in a relationship, you know, happily? Do I trust myself to leave a situation if it's bad? Do I trust myself to make the right decision, even though it's hard? 
You know, there's so many aspects of trust. So I think to begin, if people are new to this work, it is like Mm -hmm. just asking yourself that question. You might be surprised by the answer. Exactly. Yeah. I think the, the quiet is kind of where I found, where I found the fact that I didn't trust myself. And then I was like, oh, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I, I completely, completely agree. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're excited. Yeah, we're so excited about this one. So just really quick, we have our new Paradigm Digital Workshop Series. Woo! Mm -hmm. We are so excited about some of our favorite healers, teachers, change makers are coming to do deep workshop work with us. So time for us to up-level, time for us to learn in community um, in a very, very profound way. And we are so looking forward to these. All of them have a greater value add than the actual ticket price. And a lot of the ticket price goes to charities that we are connected to. And this Saturday, May 2nd, we have Nicole Lappin joining us. She's going to do a workshop on managing your money during crisis. So it is very relevant for this time and beyond. And it's awesome because she's also giving you access to the money school. Y'all, this is a $300 value. (laughs) That's huge. That's huge. The money school is insane. So like you coming to this, getting started, asking all the questions, going through this workshop, and then being able to access the money school will be profoundly transformational. Yeah. So you can find out more and grab your ticket, uh, almost30podcast.com slash new dash paradigm. We're very excited about this series that will be happening over the next few months. We have guests like Natalie Miles, uh, Ryan Weiss. Krista and I are actually going to do a workshop on healing the female friendship wound. Uh, Our friend Peter Kelly is going to join us, who's so incredible. So please check it out. Almost30podcast.com slash new dash paradigm. Pumped. And then Inner Peace, the program that Lindsay and I leverage to maintain peace during chaos. Things that we've learned over the past years of our life that have really, you know, for me personally, allowed me to survive this time and even thrive mentally in a way, you know, just by maintaining a sense of peace and calm and serenity that I've honed over the years. So Inner Peace is available for anyone. And with this program, you get all of the tools and resources to reclaim your very deserving sense of peace. Yes, you can go to shopalmost30.com to get Inner Peace. Thank you all so much for listening. Join the secret Facebook group, connect with other like-minded conscious women in there. And thank you always for subscribing, rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. It means so much to us. And thank you for just connecting with us personally. Krista is at it's Krista on Instagram. I'm at Lindsay Simsick. I would love to talk about this episode and anything else. We are in our DMs and uh, just love talking to you. Yeah, we love you so, so much. Thank you for being a part of the community. Thank you for sharing this with someone you think needs to hear the messages. You are the reason we grow. We'll see you soon. Hello, family. It's Lynn's. Welcome to my solo episode. I'm very excited you're here. I hope you're doing well during this time. I know it's a wild time. So much unknown. Sprinkle a little bit of chaos on that. <laughs> uh, and it's just a lot of first for us. And so I'm just sending you a lot of love. And I hope this episode is relatable and grounding and you get something from it. So today I want to talk about trust and specifically 
trusting myself, which only recently I've been able to do consistently. I don't know about you, but I grew up not trusting myself in the little and big ways. And I think initially it was the result of parents, teachers, you know, authority figures of sorts asking the simple question of, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure that's right? Are you sure you're done? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And listen, no fault to the teachers, the parents, the authority figures. Uh, I just think this is so deeply ingrained in the zeitgeist of, you know, managing children. Are you sure? Double check your work. Double check. Be sure. And it was from there. (laughs) I mean, my earliest memories, I do remember feeling like, oh God, I hope, I hope I'm right. Or yeah, I I think I'm done with my dinner. Well, maybe I'm not. I don't know. (laughs) It was a lot for a little kid to, to manage. And it certainly translated into my teens, early 20s, and even into recent years of just not trusting myself. I had a few major life events that uh, definitely damaged my trust in myself. I'm going to go over one or two of those. Uh, I want to describe what not trusting yourself feels like and might look like. So you can kind of figure out whether you might not trust yourself. (laughs) Uh, And this is very common, by the way. And there are ways in which you can improve and strengthen that trust. And I am going to share those with you, how I'm practicing trust. And then I want to briefly talk about what happens when you trust yourself. So why should you trust yourself? What could that do for your life and your relationships? And that'll be that. I, this is going to be a quick, quick episode, about 30 minutes. And again, I just thank you for being here. Thank you for taking time for yourself. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram at Lindsay Simsic. I'm happy to answer and, and chat with you. But yeah, trusting myself. It's, it's been a journey. One of the biggest moments in my life when I lost trust in myself was when I was unfaithful in my long-term relationship about eight years ago, quite a long time ago. But that was a moment slash many moments where I just completely disrespected myself and the person that I loved at the time. Like it was so blatant. It was so, it just severed (laughs) every, every tendon I had to trust. And I just remember in the wake of that breakup feeling like, oh, no one could ever trust me. I can't trust myself. No one could ever trust me. Why am I worthy of anyone's trust? And it was really sad. It was really a depressing time for me because I had no idea how to build that trust again. And really, I thought that I was just this type of person now. The fact that I could cheat on someone, you know, I had that phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater in my in my head. And it scared me. I was like, oh my God, now this is who I am. 
And so that event really fucked me up. So for years and years after that, I just, especially in relationships, did not trust myself whatsoever. Um, and it it proved to be challenging. It proved to be challenging for me and other people that I would that I would date. I those relationships, the communication was so heightened and unclear and inconsistent because I was always doubting whether I was worthy to be in the relationship. So I would go from wanting attention, needing attention to being like, no, 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 don't give it to me. I'm not worthy. And it was just so confusing for both parties. Another event that I think, you know, really affected me as it relates to my own trust was when I was in middle school and I was bullied, verbally bullied. And I just, I wasn't able to be vulnerable with anyone during that time because no one in the grade would like talk to me. And I just didn't feel like I had a person to be myself with. And so because I wasn't myself for such a long period of time, about a year, but to an eighth grader, that's a long time. I just didn't trust who I was anymore. You know, I didn't trust that I was likable. I didn't trust that I was smart. I didn't trust that I could brave through things like this. So just being so far from myself for so long, really sacrificed the the connection to my trust muscle and oh looking back on it I'm like sad that was so that was really sad and it, it thinking about it I'm like oh why would that affect my trust but it it definitely affected my trust with myself and other people which is which are so connected I feel like if you don't trust yourself, you also don't trust other people. If you don't trust other people, it's probably really hard for you to trust yourself. So um, I, I really didn't trust other people to to treat me well or to not talk about me. Um, I was quite paranoid and lonely during that time. And in general, you know, in the last few years when when this programming would come up, this like not trusting myself, this is kind of what it would feel like or look like. It would cause me to be really unfocused, really unfocused, unable to concentrate on one thing at a time. I would kind of want to distract myself with the next thing and then the next thing and then never finish something like which further perpetuated this story that I couldn't trust myself to do things. You see what's happening? It also looked like second guessing, always second guessing, getting the opinion of another person because I'm like, well, what do you think? What do you think? Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And it became such a default that again, it just pulled me farther away from my intuition, farther away from who I am. And, you know, in that same vein, my intuition volume turned down way, way low during this time when I really didn't trust myself. So I couldn't really hear anymore like what I really felt, what I really wanted to do. So that volume was really low. I found myself more often than not looking for validation and reassurance 
whether it's from a romantic partner, from family, from friends, like, please tell me that I'm doing well in my life. Please tell me that this is the right decision. Please tell me you like this boyfriend. Please tell me I look good. Please tell me this because I'm not sure. I have no idea. Did I have an idea if I really sat with it and slowed down and listened to myself? Yes, but I never ever gave myself that time because I just didn't think I was worth listening to. And lastly, like I always felt or you know, majority of the time felt like my nervous system was in this fight or flight mode where I was always kind of like looking over my shoulder like, okay, well, am I, you know, is this right? Am I doing this okay? Like, do you approve? And man, oh man, it hurts your neck when you're always looking over your shoulder. It was not a way to live. And I'm actually still reprogramming that part of me, still reprogramming that part of me, especially when it comes to business and my career. So much of what I'm doing and what we're doing with Almost 30 hasn't been done this way before. And that's not to like pat ourselves on the back necessarily. Although I do pat ourselves on the back, but really you got to trust yourself when you're doing something new and paving the way. You have to trust yourself. And so that shadow has been coming up again and again and again and again. And even in my relationship with Krista, where, you know, she, she really does trust herself. Like I'd say, most of the time, like I'm just so inspired by the way she trusts herself and she just does like she has the idea and then she does. I tend to kind of like think about it. I got to roll with it. I got to like, you know, let it float around in my head a little bit, which is not wrong. However, I do think that part of the reason why I hold back on executing my ideas is because I don't trust myself but that's going to change and that is changing. So that's what not trusting yourself could look like. Maybe you're always in your head. Maybe, yeah, you're always looking for that reassurance. Maybe you're unproductive. Maybe you're just feeling like, fuck it. Nope. I don't trust myself to do this. Maybe you never follow up. Maybe you never commit to the routine, commit to getting something done or commit to a person, right? Like that could definitely be a sign that you might not trust yourself. And again, I'm here to tell you, we got this. And it's not about fixing it. Number one is the awareness and then the practice around building that trust muscle. It's a lifelong thing, but I think the awareness is so, so key. So I have three big ways that I've been practicing trusting myself that have been so, so helpful. So I wanted to share those with you. But first, I wanted to share the definition of trust. So Brene Brown talks a lot about trust in her book, um, Rising Strong. And I just loved the definition that she shared, um, which is a quote by Charles Feltman who's the author of The Thin Book of Trust. And he describes trust as choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to another person's actions. Meanwhile, distrust is deciding that what is important to me 
is not safe with this person in this situation. So it's pretty simple, but it just really struck me because it is choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable. Ooh, because that's what it feels like. That's truly what it feels like when you trust someone, when you trust yourself, like when you trust your life. It is like this sense of like, okay, here we go. You know, like just unknown and kind of thrilling in a way. So I just loved, I loved that definition. All right. So the three ways that I'm practicing trusting myself. Number one, little commitments. So I have committed to creating proxy situations whereby I am committing to what I plan to do and what I plan to practice. And because I am committing to it and following through, I'm having these little victories. And those little victories are reminding me, hey, I can trust you. I know it sounds like kind of corny, but it works. So for example, every night lately, I have been creating a list of five things I'm going to do in the morning. And that is morning routine centric. So this is not about like a to-do list. It's just more like I'm going to map out like the first hour of my day and I'm going to commit to it. So that that might look like I'm going to wake up and I'm going to brain dump for two minutes. Any fears, anxieties, maybe dreams, nightmares that I want to write down, get out of my head and onto a piece of paper, I will do for two minutes. Next, I'm going to take 10 deep breaths as I look outside at the beautiful, gorgeous sky. Right? 10 deep, mindful breaths. Then I'm going to make coffee and take my time. And then I'm going to pull oracle cards and I'm going to draw after that. I'm going to draw on my little iPad with no judgment. I'm just going to freely draw. And then I'm going to work out for 30 minutes. I'm going to move my body in a way that feels good to me and that brings me joy. Done. And what I found for example, yesterday, I mean, your girl was on fire for the rest of the day. Mind you, my morning was slow, but intentional and I committed to it. And I was like, fuck yeah, girl, you did that. (laughs) Cause like there are days and it's okay if we have days where we don't follow through with our commitment, but like it feels so good when you follow through. It truly does. No matter the resistance, it just feels so good when you do what you say you're going to do. So those little commitments are going to add up big time and that will build your trust muscle. So I urge you, maybe you start with a morning routine or an evening routine that you write down where you can see and almost like check it off. Like, okay, I did that. Okay, I did that. And show up for yourself. Show up for yourself and do it. And I highly suggest that you put your phone away. Make sure Instagram is nowhere in sight. You can't just find yourself on Instagram all of a sudden. And you're really present for that first hour of your day or that last hour of your day. Let me know how that goes. This is a big one that I implement on a daily basis. 
Okay. Number two, how I practice trusting myself. Okay. This one's called DGAF. So there is a part of me, I almost like feel like it's a a character of myself <laughs> that doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> so I have like an acting background, but that doesn't really mean anything. I just want to say that like the character explanation makes sense to me where I just kind of take on like this heightened version of me who doesn't care what people think. And obviously in certain situations, it behooves you to care what people think. However, what I've found is that I care what people think way too often. It is such an energy suck. It diminishes my trust in myself and it's really not healthy for me. And what I found is that when I am in my truth and I am not giving a fuck about what other people think and I'm trusting myself, people respond to me differently. People like look at me and they're like, oh word, oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. And it's almost like they embody a little bit more of their like trust in themselves. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of contagious. So this practice, it's DGAF. And what DGAF can involve, and you can personalize this for you, but I have set up boundaries. Boundaries have been so huge. So it's basically like, you know, my way of keeping close the good stuff. I'm like, no, this stuff is good. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel confident. I can trust myself. And anything that tampers with my mood, my energy, my trust in myself, my confidence, I become very aware of. And I just create a little boundary, you know, whether it's people, uh, information, the media, you know, experiences, you know, emotional states that might be in my programming, old stories that come up where I really create a boundary where when I recognize I am in the presence of that person, that thing, that experience, that emotion, that I can just say, yeah, there's no room for this here right now. There's no room. So I pivot. So I either literally physically get out of that space or I change my state. Maybe I move my body. Maybe I put on a feel good song. Maybe I, maybe I like sigh really loud or yell or just kind of like shake it up. But that's been so important when you degaff to create boundaries. It's also been really important when I'm degaffing to practice non judgment, both for myself and others. It's really, really important. So basically, for example, when I am degaffing, it's important for me to say, like, to my boyfriend, for example, hey, I really need you to call me more often. Like, I just feel like you've been head down. This is not true, by the way, but this is an example. I'm trying to think of an example. You've been head down on your work and I just really need to hear from you more. Like, this is kind of a chaotic time and like, you are my grounding force. Like, I need to hear from you more. And not caring, not really focusing on whether he's going to judge me for asking this, just really committed and trusting that how I feel is important and it's important for the people I care to hear. And that, that goes both ways. So, you know, if he's coming to me with a moment of like pure honesty, 
This is how I feel. This is what I need. I am very, very aware to practice non-judgment. How would I want to be received in this moment? So that's been really huge. Like as you degaff, there is this just sense of like, and I'm not going to judge myself and I'm not going to judge the other person. Okay, let's take a deep breath. That's what I've been doing a lot, just like letting her rip. Okay, so we've gone over little commitments, degaffing, and my third practice to strengthen my trust muscle is, I made this up, but it makes sense to me. The how does this feel test? And I implement this test often, even in little moments, literally in little moments. For example, if I am working and I'm in my flow, but I have my phone next to me and I see it light up with a text message and then I open it and then I kind of get off my flow, I'll ask myself, okay, so how did that feel? How does this feel to have your phone right there and be at the mercy of every message and ping that comes through? How does that feel? Well, it feels um, stressful. It's frustrating because my like creative flow was kind of sabotaged. It feels like I'm chained to my phone. It feels like I'm dependent. Like I feel like my emotions are just enmeshed with the activity on my phone. It doesn't feel great, right? And so the more often that I ask myself, hey, how does this feel? How do you feel when you do this? How do you feel around this person? How do you feel when you say that? I'm trusting my answers. I'm trusting the immediate response. And so this constant conversation with myself actually builds trust in myself, right? So say you're at home right now in isolation, things are so different and can be so stressful, right? And say at 4 p.m. every day you turn on the news, right? I just want you to ask yourself like, how does this feel? Like literally in the moment watching the news, how does this feel? Does it feel like it's stimulating your nervous system and you're stressed out? Or does this evoke a lot of fear? Does this feel ungrounding? Like how does this feel when you just turn to the news every day at the same time? And then afterwards, how do you feel? And so from there, you're listening. Well, I don't feel amazing. I, I, I do feel kind of now all riled up and like I should be doing more to protect myself or, you know, I should be doing even more research and whatever that is, notice it. Okay. One, like amazing that you checked in with yourself. You can trust yourself to do that. And then two, instead of going to the news the next day at 4 p.m., remember how you felt and do something different. And mind you, I know this is way harder than I'm making it out to be. I know that for a fact. I live it every day in little moments in my life. Yet, when you follow through and you change what you did because what you did didn't feel good, you are going to build that trust muscle. 
And then it'll become natural. It'll just become natural. Okay. So those are my three practices that help me to trust myself more. Number one, the little commitments. They definitely add up. They're so powerful. Set them up for yourself today. Two, degaff. Degaffing involves, uh, you know, putting something out there and not really worrying about judgment. It's about creating boundaries. It's about asking for what you need. Number three, implement the how does this feel test. So throughout your day, maybe you have a sticky note in places that like you see a lot, maybe on your mirror, on your computer, on your phone, whatever. How does this feel? So when you take a walk in the middle of your day and you get some sunshine and you move your legs and you breathe in fresh air, how does this feel? This feels really good. Like I, I underestimated the power of a simple 15 minute walk. Wow, that felt really good. Trust yourself to implement that maybe the next day or every other day because it felt really good. Or maybe something didn't feel good. It stressed you out and it caused a lot of anxiety or sadness. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a different choice next time. But noted, I'm so glad I checked in with myself. I can trust myself to do that. But next time I'm gonna make a different choice and I trust myself to do that. Okay. I hope those are powerful for you. I hope you can maybe try one of those. And I just want to close out by reminding you that when you trust yourself, in my experience, people have trusted me. People respect me more. It's energetics. When someone walks into a room, you can tell, I'd say nine times out of 10, whether they trust themselves or not. You can just feel it in their energy, the way they carry themselves, the way they look at people. It's, it's so interesting. So just know that, that like you will set the tone for how people receive you. Trust yourself. And by the way, when you trust yourself, you don't always have to be right. But I think my opinion is that the act of trusting yourself is more powerful than being right. When you trust yourself, your intuition gets stronger. Oh, it's such a good reward. Intuition volume turns the fuck up. And it's awesome. You'll start to get pings about things. You're just like, whoa, okay. I should turn left here and I'm going to go to this store. And then you see like a friend you haven't seen in five years and you're like, whoa, intuition is real. So that volume turns way up when you trust yourself. And then finally, I've just found that when I trust myself, I trust my life more. I trust the timing of my life, the divine intervention that is constantly happening in my life. And therefore the universe responds, you know, whatever you believe in God, universe, spirit, whatever you believe in will respond, will respond to you deeply trusting yourself. And it's really beautiful. Like there's this crazy collaboration that's going to happen. And it's going to feel effortless, by the way. It's going to feel 
effortless, the collaboration with the universe, as you begin to trust yourself, the universe is like, oh my God, they trust themselves. This is so beautiful. And ooh, this manifestation is going to be so easy. Let's go. It's like you're a clear channel. So let's get excited to trust ourselves again. Yes, it takes practice and commitment, but I promise you that you will be handsomely rewarded. It is so worth it and so fulfilling when you are walking this earth, trusting yourself, trusting your gut, trusting your heart. It inspires other people to trust themselves. It is totally contagious. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful, especially during this time when a lot of shadow work is coming up for us. I'm feeling it right along with you and I hope we can hold each other accountable in this journey to trusting ourselves and just doing the deep work. Truly worth it. I love you all. You can definitely message me on Instagram at Lindsay Simsick. I'm always here for you. I'm in those DMs all the time, just chatting with you all. It's been so fun to get to know you. So don't stop. Join our secret Facebook group. There's thousands and thousands of women in there just supporting each other every day, laughing, asking questions. It's just a beautiful community. And if you're looking for more resources, just to support you during this time, we have those for you. We have our new Paradigm Digital Workshop series for you. And uh, as well as our inner peace, it's our new program. So check it out. We have a lot of stuff going on, almost30podcast.com or shop almost30.com. Thanks for listening. You mean the world to me. And I can't wait to connect with you again. So for now, go trust yourself. I'm here for you. Let's do this. And I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. I always appreciate when you listen to our solo episodes. They're yeah, just a piece of our heart. Just a piece of our heart. <laughs> we have other solo episodes. You know, I've done some on my body journey. Um, I did one on my relationship. Yeah. And I've done a bunch too. <laughs> yeah, we've done Blank a bunch. So you want to dig into those really vulnerable raw episodes with Lindsay, feel free. Those are the ones that come out on Thursday. Um, and then Tuesday is our interviews. And again, thank you for sharing this. It means so much when you share Almost 30 with the women of your community or anyone that you feel the messages would resonate with. Yeah. And we are on Instagram and really love hearing from you in our DMs. I'm at Lindsay Simsick and Krista's at it's Krista. And we received a DM the other day that I just wanted to share. It was so beautiful. Yo, <laughs> oh my God. I finally got around to following you and your business partner and just wanted to say, holy shit, almost 30 is the spoken word my brain has always been searching for. LOL. I'm 25, just starting to be able to, to be comfortable in my own skin, look at myself in the mirror with grace rather than self-loathe and be independent and on my own. And ah, it just happened to be a major Godshot moment in my life coming across your podcast because I do not do podcasts. And somehow almost 30 ended up in my search bar because I was trying to find anything self-help. So just seriously want to thank you and thank you both for making this rad career choice to make a part of my growing spirituality and morning ritual. Have an awesome day. Appreciate that. Oh. Oh. 
And yeah, Beautiful. really, you know, the sentiment there for us is just the importance of community and the importance of like connecting with kind people. You know, I've been blown away every single day at the kindness and and the the smarts and the coolness and the funniness of the community of women that we are a part of. And and you guys are are in that. So thank you so much for being so instrumental in in my even personal growth in life. You guys mean so much to me and I love you immensely. Truly. Um, and just a reminder, we have our new paradigm digital workshop series happening over the next few months. We have one coming up this Saturday with Nicole Lappin, uh, but you can find out more information at almost30podcast.com slash new dash paradigm. And we also have our inner piece, which is a resource for you with tips and strategies and just support system so that you can feel just more peaceful, aligned and grounded during this time and beyond. Krista and I poured our heart and, and practices that work, have worked for us over the years into this. So you can shop almost30.com, uh, go to shop almost30.com and we will see you soon. Have yeah. a great week. See you guys soon. We love you. Bye.